Africa Update on SAFM Sunrise, a continental overview of current African affairs. Russ Advocate Sipo Mansula, good morning. Steve, over a fresh morning and Jumbo Africa to the listeners. The United States Treasury, they've now imposed sanctions on three Sudanese companies. We know about the war in Sudan. What are the companies doing? Stephen, those companies are being accused for financing uh, both forces from the Rapid Support Forces and the Sudanese Army. And they are mostly in the banking institution. These are a bank, uh, one of the banks, and the other one is doing on the um, infrastructure. Now, the Treasury of the U.S. saying that they have undermined peace, security, and the and the and the and the development of Sudan by engaging on what you can say money laundering and the and the fundraising through the gold export. So when there's a conflict in Sudan, you have those who are using that opportunity to do illegal activities such as illicit financial flows and the issue of uh, exploiting the natural re- uh, resources of Sudan. Considering that you have twelve thousand people who have lost their lives, and we are also on a tenth month of that conflict SG and you know very well that even last I mean this week we spoke about the ICC Karim Khan wanted to institute some action against them there have been sanctions coming from the uh, US government against the two forces so indeed Sudan is in a crisis um, and then in Burkina Faso the Prime Minister there defending the decision to leave ECOWAS and I mean this is a huge issue in that part of the, of the continent Stephen, this is a huge issue because Joachim Kelem, as the Prime Minister, raised the issue that both Mali and Niger were left with no option but to move out of ECOWAS. And they were raising this based on that uh, the issues of sanctions are very critical, that they've been given what they call uh, illegal sanctions. And as well, they say ECOWAS, in, in, instead of being the ECOWAS of the people, that organization has become a technocratic democratic pool which also deviated from its legitimate aspiration of the people of West Africa. So they are worried even and they are saying ECOWAS was even silent when there were massacres that were happening in their countries. So that's how they are justifying their move out of the 15-nation bloc ECOWAS. And even as we know, the AU is it is concerned, IGAD is concerned about the move of the three Sahel countries from the regional body. And then in Zambia, the former president, Edgar Lungo, urging citizens to demand an early election. And people always want an early election. It doesn't always solve your problems. That's quite true. But Edgar Lungu, remember, he came back into politics last year, October, and there was government withdrawing his retirement package. But Edgar Lungu is blaming uh, Hichilem for failing to can cap the cholera uh, crisis that have claimed 600 lives of people uh, in Zambia, and as well as pushing people to say demand an early election. But the government have said that actually the former president is damaging the country's economy, which in his term is the one who cost where Zambia it is. Remember their elections in 2026, so it's 2024, but the former president is calling for the early elections when Haka in the Hichilim, it is still his first term. And then, excuse me, in Kenya and South Africa, intensifying our efforts to strengthen the Africa Continental Free Trade Agreement. That's been a big story this week. It has been a big story because there's a 13th Africa Free Trade Council uh, of Ministers meeting that was in uh, Etequini. Now, President Ramaphosa was part of it, but the Kenyan relation with South Africa, it is also on the basics, on the trading of what you can say, your tea, coffee, fruits, vegetables. So they are looking at those products between the two countries if they both signed the Africa Continental Free Trade. So one will expect that both South Africa and Kenya will benefit its own workers. It will create employment, SG, because 
this uh, Africa free trade is looking at 1.3 billion people in the continent to say how do we deal with these issues of trade issues of development in the African continent. So there's a great move between Nairobi and Swan. I think everyone who was alive at the time um, and of a certain age remembers where they were on this day on the 2nd of February 1990, don't they, Sipo? That is quite true, Stephen. This is the release, I mean, the uh, announcement by the uh, former president, FW, declared stating that uh, Nelson Mandela will be released and the and the unpaining of all liberation movements, the ANC, the PAC, SACP, Azapo, and all liberation movements that were involved. As you have said, Elias G, there was a mixed feeling inside and outside the parliament when that announcement came on this day in 1990. And it was important that there was pressure also for this announcement. There was international trade sanctions that was facing South Africa during that time. There was international community uh, sanction, I mean, um, uh, boycott of even South Africa, the cultural and sporting events were not allowed, we were isolated. So this release of Nelson Mandela was definitely and other liberation movements and leaders, Stephen, was a great move in the history of this country. Asante Sana, as we are still leading the conversation, SAFM. Russ Advocate Sipo Mantula, thank you so much. Have a good weekend. We'll chat again on Monday. More news from our continent through the day here.